G'day and welcome to Meet Your Twice Cut Once, uh, the DIY woodworking YouTube channel and also audio podcast uh, presented by myself, uh, Dirk, aka Sumo. And um, as always, joining me on the couch is a man who's uh, just come back from his week long safari, so he's got uh, sore camel humps, and uh, that's Chris Zurich. G'day, mate. Yeah, g'day, Dirk. Yeah, back from my safari with my sore camel humps. Don't know what to make of that, but um, been a busy week for me. But uh, here we are back on uh, Measure Twice Cut Once, another episode, episode seven. And uh, we've got a lot to chat about. So I think um, the sooner we get into it, the sooner we can get into it. Yeah, definitely, Chris. Let's, uh, let's hook right into the show. Um, and first off the first cab off the rank, I just want to make mention of uh, the fact that we're now on audio podcast streams, so um, on iTunes, uh, Google Play, and also Podbean. So we're out there, and um, if you're uh, a person who's interested in listening to podcasts, uh, it's a good half hour of uh, DIY Woodwork talk, and um, we, we thoroughly recommend you, you tune in and uh, get all the best latest news from the channel uh, from there. What do you reckon, Chris? Um, I reckon that uh, if you didn't listen to it, you'd be missing out on a great, big, uh, fantastic show. That's what I reckon, Dirk. Definitely, definitely. So, yeah, we're, we're getting uh, – Chris has put in a lot of hard work, as, as I know, mate, and, um, you know, <laughs> get that uh, sweat off the brow because uh, we're, we're wanting to make this a successful thing for the um, Australian-based uh, DIY market, preferentially at the start. Right. and. Yep, and also, yep, expand that into uh, the worldwide type uh, market afterwards. So, yeah, so let's go baby steps. Baby steps. Baby steps, of course. Baby of course. Steps. We want to get into. We want to get all the Aussies to uh, get sick of us before we start making the rest of the world sick. Is that what you're saying, Dirk? Yeah, yeah. That's how we. Uh, that's how how we roll, Chris. Um, yeah, it is. The. Uh, so since last week, mate, I um I just want to ask you what you have been up to since you come back from that long safari across the desert. Uh, well, um, again, work work's been uh, absolutely crazy, flat out crazy, um, because of this this whole COVID lockdown business. Um, and again, because I've been uh, where I work, we've been deemed uh, an essential service. So absolutely crazy, 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 a lot of overtime, um, which means I haven't had a lot to do in my workshop. I've done, you know, bits and pieces here and there, um, but not as much as I would like to have done. But um, hopefully uh, we're going to be hearing very soon that uh, the restrictions are going to be eased and we can start doing uh, extra stuff, you know, get, get out there and do some 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 things that we haven't done for a while. One one of the things I would like to do is go up and visit my grandkids. I haven't seen them for nearly three months now, and it's as you can see, I've I've lost all my hair worrying about it. So I don't, I don't know about you, Dirk. What have you been up to? Yeah, I uh, just lost my hair through other reasons, Chris. But um, I can fully understand what you're saying, and um, uh, you know, like the chat we had, the discussion we had last week, reflecting on um, talking about mental um, anxiety and awareness. So um, you know, this is one of the important factors where. Uh, we're looking towards the future now and getting back out into society in a safe manner um, and doing, you know, taking the first steps and uh, hopefully uh, 
you know, having a good Christmas at the end of it. But um, I've been, Chris, I've been um, quite busy looking into different uh, aspects of what we're doing with the show. So I've been trying to put a lot of feelers out for um, and, and make contact with people. And that's it's been quite successful because um, when you reach out, uh, it, it's 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 amazing how many people want to take your hand and uh, you know and sort of we uh, can establish new new points about uh, the whole fact of what we are doing on the show, the making aspect, plus the uh, um, all the other key type uh, you know cards that we're playing out. So mm -hmm. that's been good and fun, and um, the people are very receptive, which is what I find absolutely brilliant. So. You know, and as far as workshop, I haven't had much time in there, which is slack. But when I have been in, I'm still working on the tool wall. The big bugger. <laughs> Didn't take them that long to build the Great Wall of China. No, but um, yeah, you can you can't see mine from outer space. So I'm uh, I'm getting there. You know what? Well, that's 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 a fallacy because apparently they can't see the thing from outer space. Yeah, they can. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've just looked, that's one of my favourite sayings. There's two things you can see from the uh, the space station, the Great Wall of China and me, right? But uh, apparently they, they can't see the Great Wall of China from space. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's that time of year, isn't it? It's, we're sort of getting approaching onto the uh, spring and then summer, so that will allow us a little bit of daylight savings and a bit more time to go out and... Uh, Play in the shed, and um, I've got I've got a lot of I've got a whole whiteboard of projects to do, um, and I must get into it, get serious. That's a good that's a good idea, Dirk. Um, I've seen your whiteboard, and uh, and I thought that's a great idea. I might have to invest in one of those for my workshop because you, you go in there and you think to yourself, oh, "What am I going to do today?" But if you got it written down on the board in front of you, straight into it. It is, it is, and uh, I actually I think I got the concept from a Dutch guy who used to be on YouTube. Uh, Rob's Woodshop. Uh, he's no longer on YouTube, but uh, I think he had uh, a very good setup. And uh, always, you could see, you know, the next project, or he even had diagrams and drawings of the current project. So, brilliant, brilliant. It's, it's just handy, you know. All right. Well, moving right along, then, Durko. Um, I think we should get into our uh, our main topic. What do you think? Uh, give that a run now. Yeah, let's let's fire it up. <laughs> Yeah, so after a, a quite an in-depth uh, conversation last week about mental awareness, uh, we thought we'd lighten the mood a bit uh, this this week, and uh, you know we, we put on a bit of a disguise, a bit of a guise. Uh, and um, so I'm Harry, and uh, Chris is Hoss because that's how we talk to each other during the week, isn't it, mate? It's uh, sure is, Harry. Yeah, so um, we're going to be covering the kiss method. So it's not about the band, it's not about smooching. What's it about, Chris? Um, well, kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Uh, that's that's the whole idea. Uh, I think a lot of people when they um, when they go into their workshop and they want to make something, they uh, they overcomplicate things. You know, like if you want to join two bits of wood together, and you're only making just say you know something very simple, there's no need to go into dovetails or um, Japanese dozuki um, type stuff, you know. That it's just easy. Just use easy, easy joinery methods, and I think that's what yeah, we're you know when you when, when it's uh, DIY in particular, it's, it, it 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 allows people to enter 
into a market of uh, being able to construct someone. You know, that's that's pretty. It's a pretty unique thing, and um, if you've never made anything with your hands and just a couple of tools, screws, whatever, um, just a feeling of satisfaction of making the first thing you've ever done is uh, it's so rewarding and gratifying. And um, as we've spoken about tools and what tools to buy, get the most basic things, mate. Get hand tools, cheap stuff. You know, there's a fair bit of cheap stuff out there. You can get all the no-name brand stuff. And um, what are you doing, mate? You're working up a sweat already. I am, yes. It's a little bit hot under here. Yeah. So, you know, the KISS stuff is uh, sort of it's something for everyone, don't you reckon? Yes, yes. Um, I've been, well, I've been doing woodworking for, for a number, number of years now. Um, and, uh, and I bought myself, a, as you know, I bought myself a, um, a Festal Domino. And uh, sometimes you know, I, I try and use it for every every um, project that I can, or every project that needs joinery like that. But sometimes it's just, it's overkill, you know. Yeah. Like if I'm making a little step stool for my nephews or something like that, there's, there's no need to put sixteen dominoes in it, and um, it, it doesn't need to hold up a truck. You know what I mean? It's 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 overkill. So um, you need you need to you really need to look at the what you're making. As to how you're going to put it all together, you know, sometimes a, a simple butt joint just will work wonders. You know, a bit of glue yeah. and a nail, and away you go. I don't know. What oh, yeah. it's, it's 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 a it's a uh, project by project type thing. You know, you've got to sort of work out what you want to do. You know, I don't know. What, what do you reckon, Dirk? I, I, maybe I'm overstepping. No, 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 no. It's um, I'll tell you um, I've been a big market near where I am, and um. There's quite a few woodworking stalls there, and um, you know, there's some guys who make some absolutely gems and beautiful jewelry boxes with the finest joinery. Yeah, they're throwing a price tag of about six, seven hundred bucks on those because um, it's basically it, it, it deserves it. But they're probably going home with them. And then I see other guys who have made stuff with hammer and nail, fair ink and hammer and nail, probably going hammer and tong, whacking it all together, and. Yeah. Um, they're selling like hotcakes. There's people you see walking around the market. They got like little steps, little trays with um, you know just some uh, rope and that hessian rope to carry it. Uh, and and they're, they're practical little things. And you know they might stencil a little bit of a, a graphic thing like fruit or something on it, and just a coat of varnish, and it looks bloody beautiful. So that's that's the other thing, Dirk. You know, um, if you're if you're doing stuff like that, if you're making stuff that you're going to sell at the market, um, you want to be able to knock them out pretty quick. Um, you don't you don't want to put too much into it. I mean, you're talking about those serving trays with the hessian ropes. You don't want to do um, those sorts of things with. Again, I'll use dovetails as an example because I know dovetails are pretty labour intensive. You don't want to make those if you only can knock out three a day, as opposed to knocking up you know twenty a day because you want you want to sell them and move them along don't you that's um that's that's the other reason why you want to try and keep it simple uh, and what happens is um, um you know like the we're not picking on people who who enjoy the the finer aspects of woodworking we're just merely saying that uh the opportunity is greater for everyone if you if you approach it with a kiss method because um starting out is uh it's quite a you can have a, a complexity if what you make isn't what you wanted to make, and and you, you're always worried. Oh, someone's going to pick on me or say that's not much chop, you know. 
So it's um, there's a level of criticism that only you sort of think about in your own mind. But you know, at the end of the day, you're having a go. You're having a red hot go. So that's that's what yeah. matters, I reckon. Yep. You know, and sometimes you're your own worst critic too. I know um, when I when I look at some of the stuff that I've made. Um, I, I look at it and go, you know, it's, a monkey could have done better than that. What, what the hell are you doing? You know, you're supposed to be a woodworker, and and sometimes I think I think that's the, that's the problem that you you're sort of forcing yourself into um, doing all this exotic joinery because people are expecting that of you, you know. Whereas yeah. there's no need for it. There's no need for it. If you're doing if you're doing a miter join, just a miter join. If it's a nice, clean, tight joint, job done. Don't don't muck around with it. Just move on. If you're first getting into doing a bit of a DIY and woodworking, I think the best place to start is just with workshop projects because they allow you that 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 degree of uh, you know just do it any way you want to do it. Um, uh, figure out why screws are, are, are decent, and you know you, you can you can always hide screws, uh, pocket hole joinery, yeah. All right, there's plugs and that you can get for them, but um, you can get cheap plug cutters, you know, if you want to drive a screw in and then just put a plug in and flush that off, you know, it, it looks as good as anything. But um, the funny thing is you look at some tool boards, and I, I do it myself, mate, you know. Um, you basically, you can get away with screws because you're only hanging stuff off it. So, um, well, and you're the only one looking at it. But I, I think when you get back into making something for your own, or for someone else, then you've got to put a little bit of emphasis on maybe making it a bit better. Yep. Yep. No, so, I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. With the, you were just talking about the Craig jigs, um, the pocket hole jigs. They've, they've got a another part of where you can actually cut uh, the plugs out of the same timber that you're making the stuff out of. So you can cut your own plugs if you want to hide the screws. Um, I don't know if it works with melamine, but I think they've got pl plastic. Um, plastic caps that sort of fit into those holes if you want to hide them. But anyway, that's, that's another thing. Um, so, yeah, screws or nails, you know, you, you, you want to go pocket hole screws or do you want to you want to use nails? Um, one thing I, I suggest, glue. Always use glue when, you, when you're joining wood together. <coughs> Excuse me. I, um, I, know, I know you don't like this glue, the type-on stuff, Dirk. Um, Rubbish. Why would you say that? Sorry. Quick, thick and quick is good. Yeah, I know the thick and that's, that's from type on. I use the yellow glue. I use type on glue, and I think it's brilliant. I I, I love it. You know, I've, I've got just before Masters went out of business, I bought about um, you know four hundred gallons of the stuff, and I've still got it at home. Does it does it go off? I hope it doesn't go off. Otherwise, I've done me dough. <laughs> I think it goes off, Chris. It goes off. Thanks, Dirk. You're Sorry, uh, Harry. I see. I see. Uh, I see. You got a good collection of uh, minwax as well. Well, you know, sixteen hundred liters of it. Did well. Yeah, yeah. Because um, <laughs> they just wanted to get rid of it. I said, yeah, yeah, no worries. I'll back the van up, load it up. So, but um, yeah, I, 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 I made out like a bandit when uh, when Masters was going under. I felt a bit guilty, you know, but um, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, I think I think another thing to look at here is um, a lot of tradies, and especially in the building game, that they'll cover up anything that's a mistake, right? So they'll use trim or you know different types of beading and 
uh, even celastic type fillers and that, you know. So there's there's other ways to get around worry if you're worried about making botches and stuff ups. Um, learn how to fix it because um, that's that's actually one of the things that will help you uh, use your uh, brain a little bit when you're actually looking to, um, you know, get the product that you're making uh, as right as you can because you worry too much if it's not right to start with, but there's a, there's a way around fixing stuff. So you, you probably don't have yeah, that that's that's the thing about um, the, what I like about the the old craftsman, because I personally I think you and me we can we can make some pretty good stuff, but if you make a mistake, it's knowing how to cover up those mistakes. And that's where the craftsmen they've been doing doing it for, for fifty years, sixty years, so they've, they've made mistakes. Over, and don't tell me a craftsman doesn't make mistakes, because I reckon they still do. But the thing is, they know how to cover those mistakes up, so you can't see them. You know, yeah. and that's, that's the trick. I think that's the trick. Learning how to cover up your own mistakes because you're going to make them. I mean, let, let's be honest here. We're only we're only human. I'm not a robot. You know, it's not like I'm going to cut the the piece of wood exactly the same each every time. But you know, that's 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 my uh, my thinking on it, Harry. What about you, boss mate? I'll tell you the truth, and I'll tell you the gospel. Um, which one you want to hear first? I'll tell you the truth. Um, in my opinion, some of the most basic uh, types of joinery. You can get away with it, as we've discussed. You can use pocket hole screws. You can use uh, normal screws. Uh, then you've got some lap joints and half laps and that sort of yeah. thing. They're quite easy to uh, notch out and uh, get a good result. That's really, um, you, you get away with using glue if you've got enough surface area, you know, and bridle joints and things like that. So you don't have to go over the top trying to get accurate fits uh, to start with. Um, there's, there's things once you achieve a certain level of... Uh, you know, um, top skills, uh, you can then perhaps venture into that field of it. But um, they're just little things, I, I reckon. You know, and biscuits. Biscuits are fantastic. Um, dowels, you know, these are very cheap options to get your joinery started. So you're, um, you've probably done the same as me in, in that regard. Well, yeah, I have. I, um, I tried uh, dowels and uh, because I didn't have... What, what's that jig you've got called a Dalmax, is it? Dalmax, yeah. I had, a, I had a really El Cheapo doweling jig and everything. And, I've, and it's like it was making it harder to put the thing together. Instead of the jig helping you, it was making the life a lot harder. So, you know, I gave up on dowels. I could never get them to line up. It never, it never worked for me. Then I, then I uh, discovered biscuits. And um, and that you know that was that was like a revelation. Wow, look at this! You know, you cut the slot, you got plenty of play in there, so you can get it all. That was fantastic. Loved it. Loved my biscuit joiner. And then I went into Total Tools, and someone uh, pointed at the Festool Domino. He goes, "Do you like using biscuits?" "Yes, I do." Check this out. So two thousand dollars later, I've got one of those sitting in my garage. Which is why I try and use it all the time, and um, and again it goes back to did, did I really need it? Probably not, you know. But you know I've got one now, and I try and make the best of it. Um, and yeah, you've got so many different, like you said, you've got your half lap joints, you've got your butt joints, you know, you've got you know, mitered spline joints. They're all all part of it. And and I remember uh, when you come over to my place uh, not not that long ago when you did the um, the interview. In my garage, you asked me what I was looking. I really, really, really want to learn how to do dovetail joinery. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know why. I just, I just 
I, I want to make before I kick off this planet. I want to make a dovetail joint, you know. Yeah. So, but I don't think I don't think my skills are quite there yet, you know, because it's you, you look at somebody like uh, Paul Sellers uh, when he does his, and I mean he makes it look nice and easy, and it probably is. But I'm just I'm not intimidated by it. But I just I don't know. I, I should I should just shut up and get out there and do it. I reckon. How about you, Harry? We we look at one of our uh, friends, Rob T from Takami uh, Woodshop. He he uh, quite a while, probably six months ago, he delved into doing some uh, dovetail work, didn't he? If you if you recall, and you know, like teaching himself how to do it. Which uh, throat, I mean, what's it cost you? It costs you a bit of time and patience to learn to do that. As a you know, it's a, it's an intricate uh, join, but. Um, you know, it's something to challenge yourself. Once you know you've already got the basics down, well, go and run with that. And that might become your next basic. You know, you become uh, so confident and do it really well. So, you know, the, the world's your oyster, so to speak. Um, but, you know, like, never never worry too much or, or, or fuss and fart about uh, the end result. Make the mistakes. If you don't make mistakes, you're never going to get any better. And that's, that's a simple... Um, thing that when I started, I made that many mistakes and I still do, but I don't make the same mistakes as I did, say, three, four years ago. So learn from what you've done and um, just keep in mind, you know, we're all human and we're, we're all given the, the opportunity to have a go. And when you, when, you, when you actually get it down, Pat, and you make that item that you're proud of, um, it's a best feeling. Well, you know? there's, I was watching a TV show not that long ago about a... Um just an old knockabout bloke in his uh, workshop out in the back of his um, his property. And uh, and the one thing that he said that, that stuck with me was anyone who's never made a mistake has never made anything. And that's I think it. that's just that's a brilliant saying, you know. And, um, yeah, so I'm going to go out there. I'm going to do it. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to stuff up a lot of uh, good timber, turn it into firewood, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get that... Um, I'm going to get that dovetail done, and it's going to be a video, and I'm going to—it's going to be my crowning glory. That's good to know, mate. It's um, and that's that's right. You know, you're refining what you've uh, what you know into this next stage of, uh, uh, I suppose, woodworking on your journey, on your personal journey, as far as mm. learning, and, and that's where woodworkers. I think I think we spoke about this during the week. Actually, come up with some clever ideas that help uh, different trades, say your carpenters and that, because it's the mind's sinking and then there's always little jigs you're making up to perform. And, and they can go into a um, different environment and on a bigger scale, you know. So never forget that what you do and what you can be creative and producing as, a, as far as something that can mass produce will uh, be as important as uh, commercially made stuff. So... That's how she flies. Yep. Yep. No, you're right. You're right. Practice makes perfect, mate. That's what it is. Yeah. Where's perfection? I think it's uh, it's above Mount Everest, but uh, we're like a couple of Sherpas on our way up, mate. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> um, somebody else told me that uh, that if, you, if you're striving for perfection, you'll probably never get there. So, yeah. Well, I, like I said, I just want to make it. I just want to do a dovetail. I know I'm, I'm harping on about it a little bit, but um, that's my goal. That's my my woodworking goal. That's my Everest is to uh, to make 
a dovetail join. Yeah, I'm I'm actually uh, I'm nearly at the top of Mount Disappointment, so I'm uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm getting somewhere. So I'll probably fall down the other side when I get up the top, but never mind. No, nah, we'll get there. Um, so yeah, so we, we've discussed um, pocket holes and um, simple joinery methods and um, uh, screws versus nails, glue. I think the only thing that that um, that we can sort of say about all this dirk is keep it keep it simple, stupid. Basically, don't don't overcomplicate it. If if you're making a, a small step stool, just, you know, make it as simple as you can. If you're if you're batching out a whole lot of stuff. Don't get into anything uh, intricate and, you know, just work on it that way. I think that's uh, the best advice we can give. Make 10 of something and you're, you're confident at the end, end of that. Yeah. Yeah, that works for me. I reckon I'll do that. So stay tuned. There's going to be a video of me doing a dovetail. If you want a good laugh, watch that. Holy Santa Maria. <laughs> good on you. Good on you. All right, well... um. I think we've done that one to death. Harry, what do you reckon? Boss, we have, and uh, there's some benefit for somebody out there uh, who's listened to uh, what we've had to say today. Hmm. Hmm. So, seen any good videos lately? Yeah, so uh, one of the videos I, I was watching is, um, it's funny, people doing tool walls at the moment, and... Uh, things to do with that. Uh, James Mancave made a, a really good little clamp rack he uh, designed and uh, it, it seems to work really well, Chris. It's uh, quite a different design, but it's uh, it suits the amount of clamps he has. So that was quite impressive, uh, one to watch. Well, <coughs> I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen that one. I'm going to have to check it out after we finish this. I'll have a look at it. Yeah. Um, one of the ones um, that caught my eye, um, a guy that I haven't seen a lot of, uh, his channel's called DIY Woodworking Projects. And uh, he was making um, like a, a picture hanging for his wall out of pallet wood. And, uh, and it was all like 45 degree cuts and it looked absolutely fantastic. And I thought oh, I might have to give that a shot as well. That was a good one. I liked that one. Anything else? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Paul, Paul Jackman had a shop tour because he's moving uh, to another uh place so he's got a he's got a barn where he's moving to but he just gave us a rundown of how he sets up all his workshops and they're practically much the same and very very user friendly so that was impressive and he makes a lot of his stuff out of pallet wood as we know so a really good video to have a, a look at okay all right i'll check that one out as well um the other one i saw through the through the week that um that i really enjoyed was um one of our previous guests, uh, James from Fix It, Fix it Fingers, he was doing uh, some LED light boxes for his workshop because um, he was sick and tired of working in the dark. So uh, he's got all these um, LED boxes that he was making. So stay tuned for his uh, videos now. He's going to be in a whole new light, so to speak. <laughs> See what you did there. See what I did there. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, that, that's um, that's the couple of videos that I watched. Uh, anything else from you, Dirk? Uh, just watching videos on how to make uh, the perfect um, dowel, doweling jig yourself. So I've got an idea on one of myself, so I'm going to give okay. that a, a – yeah. All right, we'll check it out. But um, 
but moving moving right along, I think uh, we need to discuss what we're going to discuss next week. Let's do that. Yeah. So next week, Chris, uh, I think we're going to touch upon something that's probably important and uh, uh, interesting, but um, we're still trying to decipher, and it could involve uh, uh, maybe someone else in the discussion. So we have to stay, everyone stay tuned for that because we guarantee it's going to be very interesting. Chris, it's going to be, isn't it? Everything we do is interesting, Dirk. Uh, you know, we we just the, the the two blokes that everyone wants to listen to. You know, um, yeah. but yeah, we're going to have a guest. Well, I think we're going to have another guest on That's because right. we had so much fun with because we had so much fun with uh, James. I think we um, we might have another guest on. What do you reckon? Yeah, oh mate, James James was a gem. He uh, he, he lit up the room and um, uh, very intelligent and thoughtful. And let's uh, hope. Uh, not hoping, but the next guest will be exactly the same. And um, he's, um, he's, guess, yeah. he's not standing behind you with a gun, is he? He is, as a matter of fact. Because um, I'm saying all these really nice things about him, and I'm just thinking, hello. Because once once he uh, logged off the last time we spoke to him, we didn't have that much nice things to say about him, did we? Nah, not at all. He's actually just uh, patting the sweat off the back of my head. You can't see that going on. That's behind the scenes, but it's it's quite an eerie moment, and um, uh, I'm, I'm turning into a bit of a fossil, I'm starting to become petrified. Uh, but all things being equal, um, the next guest should be equally as rough as uh, the last one. But no, nah, they're all good. They're all good people. All, all jokes aside, James was an absolute champ. Um, absolutely loved talking to him on that day. Um, we, I mean, we joke around, but he was a he's a top bloke. He really was. So, and but, our next guest will be, I think, equally as good. Too right. And, and and they don't have to be just YouTubers. They can be from any any part of woodworking and DIY in Australia, even internationals. So it's going to be ripper. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get into uh, some international stars. So, Chris, next week, you uh, during the week, are you going to get out in the shed? Uh, yeah, Dirk, my, the whole plan is to get back out into the workshop. Uh, the weather's starting to fine up a little bit now, so um, you know, I don't have to look like Nanook, the, uh, the igloo guy. Um, when I go into my workshop, I can uh, go out there with shorts and a T-shirt and uh, start because uh, one of my big projects is I'm going to be redoing my whole workshop. So um, stay tuned for maybe a, a workshop tour soon because they're It'll all the right at the moment, Dirk. Seem to be, mate. Seem to be. And if you're new to this, uh, please please consider subscribing and uh, sharing the videos around and uh, going on to the audio podcast and uh, telling your mates and friends about that. So we'd appreciate you doing that. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you very much, Dirk. Thanks for, uh, for another show, and, uh, and I'll see you all next time. Bye for now. Uh-huh.